This October, Overwatch 2 arrives. I'm going to give you a rundown on what to expect from the new free-to-play, team-based shooter game. There are a ton of epic heroes to play, each with their own unique abilities, personalities, and roles. Charge into battle as a guerrilla scientist, take aim as a cybernetic super soldier, or heal up your team as a rollerblading DJ. No matter what mode you play, work together to get that dub. Overwatch 2, free to play October 4th. On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner. Doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day from a sports friendly perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. It is Monday, April 11th. Ian Cameron with you. Brand new week set to begin. We don't exactly begin with a (coughs) a huge NHL slate uh, on this Monday. That's for sure. It is a one-game NHL slate, uh, and we will uh, break it down right here uh, on this show today. Winnipeg Jets, Montreal Canadiens. That's the only game uh, in town tonight uh, in the NHL. We'll more than make up for it tomorrow. Obviously, it is just a monster Tuesday card coming up tomorrow. Of course, we will have our regular daily uh, Ice Guys show coming up uh, tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And then, of course, tomorrow night, it's Tuesday, and that means it's an, uh, it is an Ice Guys betcast Tuesday uh, at 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern time uh, tomorrow night. So uh, looking forward to that. This is going to be one of our busiest and one of our craziest uh ice guys uh, bet casts probably of the season because i know for a fact we have not had one yet where we've had 14 games on tap but that's what we have going on tomorrow so that is going to be a, a huge huge <laughs> edition of the betcast for sure on a massive tuesday card with 14 games uh, on tap uh before we break down the one game tonight just to look back on the uh, weekend that was uh, in the NHL, playoff races continue to be uh, heating up, really more so on the Western Conference side of things. Like As far as the East is concerned, we know all the playoff teams. We know Carolina, the New York Rangers, Pittsburgh Penguins, Florida Panthers, Toronto Maple Leafs, Tampa Bay Lightning, Boston Bruins, and Washington Capitals are going to be your eight playoff teams in the East. We're just wondering where they're all going to finish. Uh, it's all about positioning. That's the only thing that's still up for grabs. Uh, in the East. As far as the Western Conference, though, is concerned, there is still a lot uh, at stake there in terms of <laughs> who's going to get in and who's not going to get in, uh, of course. And it comes down to the wild card spots. There are two wild card spots in the West still up for grabs. Uh, the Nashville Predators with uh, 87 points, the Dallas Stars with 86 points, the Vegas Golden Knights with, uh, <coughs> excuse me, with 84 points. And I will say this right now, the L.A. Kings are kind of being pulled back in 
you know, to a position where their playoff date's not guaranteed uh, as of yet. There's still a situation where, you know, you could see the LA Kings not make the playoffs. I mean, they're in the Pacific Division, and they're only two points ahead of Vancouver, or sorry, two points ahead of Vegas, six points ahead of Vancouver uh, in the division. And of course, you know, Vegas could knock out uh, LA for third spot in the Pacific because really they're only two games, two points behind LA, and they have a game in hand on the Kings. And if that happens, if Vegas supplants LA as the third place team in the Pacific division. There's a scenario all of a sudden where LA's fallen out to battling with Nashville and Dallas for the wild card. And they're right there with Dallas at 86 points. So nothing is guaranteed for the LA Kings and they've played 74 points or 74 games this year. Uh, So keep an eye on that. Uh, All of a sudden there's a potential. They miss the playoffs totally. uh, The LA Kings. And of course didn't help their cause yesterday that, uh, they couldn't protect a 3 nothing lead uh, against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Minnesota ends up coming back and uh, winning that game by a score uh, of 6-3. to three. Uh, The other games yesterday, we saw Washington beat Boston 4-2. to two. Uh, Good performance by the uh, Capitals. Got to give them credit. Uh, they played pretty well. Vanacek was solid in that, especially in the third. Uh, Pittsburgh, 3-2 uh, <laughs> overtime win against Nashville. Uh, just unfortunate when you have the dog and... Uh, They lose in overtime. That's pretty tough. And uh, Nashville, you know, I thought for the majority of the game, they outplayed Pittsburgh. Certainly in the first two periods they did, but there's no doubt that the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins got their game going a little bit uh, in the third period. That was by far uh, their best period of the season uh, for sure. So uh, 3-2 Pittsburgh in in overtime. Great play by Sidney Crosby as well uh, on that uh, eventual uh, game winner uh, in overtime. Uh, as far as the other games from yesterday, uh, we saw Tampa Bay beat Buffalo 5 nothing. It was just Buffalo didn't have it. Buffalo didn't have it. <laughs> and I guess they were due for one of those games where that was going to be the case. Uh, and Tampa Bay, I guess, was due for one of those games where they were actually going to look like, you know, uh, one of the best teams in the NHL and the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions again. And they certainly did yesterday. Shout out for Brian Elliott as well. So credit to him uh, in that 5 nothing Tampa win. Uh, Carolina gets a much needed win against Anaheim five to two, although that one wasn't as easy as uh, they had hoped. They got a couple of goals late to put it away. Uh, not pretty, but two points that Dallas desperately needed. They beat Chicago six to four uh, last night. Uh, credit to them. Obviously, they had a terrible game at home against the New Jersey Devils on Saturday. Bounced back to win uh, six to four uh, on Sunday night, uh, as, as I mentioned on yesterday's show. You know, that was not a very happy Rick bonus after the New Jersey game, and rightfully so. He said, nobody played well. If we play like that the rest of the season, we're going to be out of the playoffs in three weeks. And I guess uh, finally it hit home that we better be ready for this this Chicago team. To be honest with you, I thought Dallas played very well last night. A lot of those goals that Chicago scored early in the game, some uh, fortuitous puck luck. One of the the first goals Chicago scored went in off a Dallas player trying to slide to block the shot. It was really more unlucky than anything else. And of course, but I thought they played a lot better, uh, Dallas. And that was a good response. The response you want to see, you want to see your team have a pulse after a debacle of a loss, like we saw from the Stars against the Devils. And they did that last night uh, against Chicago with the uh, six to four win uh, over Chicago. Winnipeg, a faint playoff hope still alive. They're not making it. I mean, that's a newsflash. They're not making it. I mean, they are mathematically alive, but it's going to take a lot for them. But until they're totally ruled out, they're still. 
you know, a puncher's chance. They're going to keep saying the right things and, you know, say, hey, as long as we're mathematically alive, we got to take it one game at a time. They beat Ottawa four to three uh, last night uh, in that game. And of course, the Jets back in action in what is the only game tonight uh, in the NHL taking on the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, we've got Andrew McGinnis joining me here on this uh, Monday. Andrew, how was the weekend? Hey, it was a good weekend, Ian. Uh, you know, ra- rather low volume for me, but um, I'll tell you what, one of the plays I did have was, and I saw that um, on the show you had loaded up on the Vegas Golden Knights. I had the over six in that game, and I'll tell you what, I needed every last goal from the Golden Knights in that game to cash that over yes, for me. But uh, yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, all winners really count the same, right? Yep. So uh, I was happy to get that one through. Um, yeah, this weekend, one, one thing I, I guess I could say I took out of it, Ian, was that um, last week we saw lots of upsets. We saw lots of team total overs for Buffalo and all that good stuff. But the favorites got it done this weekend, and I think it's a big thing where, um, you know, you know that old expression, keep it simple, stupid? Sometimes that works. You know, not every time. Uh, but, you know, people in the gambling industry look down upon people that always are playing favorites. Tell you what, if you were a favorite player on Sunday or Saturday, you did, you did okay. You know, so... Um, you know, there's going to be some spots this week. Look towards, uh, you know, teams that need the wins yesterday. Dallas played very well. They showed up and, um, looking at some different scheduling spots. And I was on a show earlier, of course, you know, I do a show with Carmine. He did a talk. He was talking a lot about um, the Nashville predators. And I was talking about <clears throat> all season long, how it's been an up and down roller coaster. I have them plus two seventy right now, um, to miss the playoffs. And you take a look at their schedule. It's not very a great one for them. And even a team like the Dallas Stars right now, looking at their schedule coming up, you know, uh, with Vancouver and Minnesota, I believe, Tampa Bay's in the mix, I believe. Um, so it's interesting, you know, April Hockey, taking a look at scheduling for teams. And because um, obviously they look at that stuff and, you know, but they don't, they try and win every game. But I mean, some teams that are on the brink, they, they want to have some good scheduling spots coming up, whereas some other teams might not have that. But uh, it's exciting. I, I think, Ian, I'm finally going to start potentially diving into that draw world um just like alex does and um if i don't do it you know as as you know regular unit plays they will be smaller plays but um this could be a week to see some uh, draws a time of year in the nhl where especially when you get an east versus a west team even when they're both in their uh in the mix for a playoff spot or improving positioning those are even stronger draw scenarios because the, each team doesn't care if the other team gets a point. Yeah, uh, Those are really good situations. Whereas maybe if they're battling with them for positioning, like for Vegas and Vancouver tomorrow night, you know, for instance, that's one of the big games on Tuesday night. I think both teams want to make sure they shut out the other team from getting anything uh, in that game in terms of points. But when you get, you know, teams that aren't involved, you know, that are playing each other that need points, but they're not battling each other. For whatever yeah. they're trying to battle for, then that definitely that's a good draw scenario. And uh, definitely we could see some of those. And definitely Alex is right to at least look in that direction when it comes to, you know, maybe those big plus prices. You can get plus 300 or more for the most part with the draw uh, in so many of these uh, games. So uh, very interesting to see how it goes. But uh, let's get to it, Andrew. What <laughs> game? That's it. Yeah. Uh, on this uh, Monday. But it involves your beloved Montreal Canadiens uh, in action tonight. Uh, taking on the uh, Winnipeg Jets. We've got Winnipeg minus 125, road favorites here, six and a half the total uh, in this game. The money's actually come in on Montreal a little bit, of course. Last night, Winnipeg beats Ottawa four to three. It's a back-to-back situation for the uh, Winnipeg Jets. That definitely plays a part in maybe this line move a little bit. And the absence of Mark Shifley, who got injured and left the game 
for the uh, Winnipeg Jets last night against uh, Ottawa, uh, and he will not play tonight in the uh, back-to-back here against the uh, Montreal Canadiens. As far as the Jets go, obviously they're not, they're still mathematically alive, but how realistic are the playoff hopes at this point? Very thin. I mean, they don't gain any ground on Dallas because Dallas beat Chicago last night, and even after beating Ottawa, here's the problem with less than 10 games to go. Winnipeg took care of business last night, but they didn't gain any ground. They're still seven points behind the Dallas Stars, who currently hold that second and final wildcard spot uh, in the Western Conference. So I guess you keep playing hard down the stretch till you're officially out. But let's be honest, I think it's going to be difficult uh, for the Jets to make it almost impossible. Uh, that win snapped a four-game losing streak, which is a four-game losing streak that they couldn't afford. Uh, and yeah, they won last night, but uh, it's to me a difficult team to trust night in and night out. Montreal, I give them credit. 3-2 loss to the Leafs. They played a pretty solid game uh, in that one uh, against the uh, Canadians, keep, uh, against the Leafs. Keep in mind, uh, Jake Allen left the game due to injury. Uh, Samuel Montembeau had to uh, replace him uh, in that game. So it was a bit of a tricky situation for uh, Montreal to deal with, having to change goalies right in the middle of the game. But, you know, they kept plugging away in that game and kept on pressing and uh if not for some really good goaltending in the third period a couple of breakaways and a couple of odd man rush chances for Montreal that were stopped by Eric Schalgren who I thought played pretty well on Saturday night could have been a different result but again this team they're not going to win every night but they've been giving you a pretty good effort most nights they beat New Jersey I cashed an underdog bet with them in that game uh they lost to Ottawa six to three I took Montreal in that spot against Tampa where they won in a shootout with Tampa Bay in that spot where they were in the back-to-back. And they had the big game with the Leafs after that. And Montreal took advantage of that. And as I said, against uh, uh, Toronto, I was on Montreal puck line. That cashed. Now, I would have liked 4-3 or 5-4 Toronto instead of 3-2 because I also had team total over 2.5 uh, with Montreal in that game, and it fell short. But that's kind of where I'm going in this game. Like, it's not a game that I say it's there's anything super strong that's in terms of bets, but... We'll get some small action in tonight on this game. And more than anything, I'm probably looking at a Habs team total. I'll probably sprinkle a little on them as a home underdog, too, because I just don't like the spot here for Winnipeg. I don't trust them on a back-to-back. I'm not sure what we're going to get from Eric Comrie, who one game's been excellent and one game has been terrible. I mean, we've seen a little bit of everything from him. He had actually a really good few starts there for a while, but last two starts, he gave up three to Columbus. He got absolutely ambushed by Toronto, the last time we saw him in a start, March 31st, he gave up six to the Leafs that night, although Toronto was scoring goals in bunches for a while now, so I guess it's not a uh, anything to be ashamed of if you're Eric Comrie, but it's not exactly been someone that I fully trust, so this is going to be probably a sprinkle across three different plays here, a little Montreal team total uh, in this one I think is worth a look here, but well, you can get that right now in this game at uh, over three and a half at a decent plus price, plus 120. Uh, in a lot of spots, uh, the Montreal money line I like a little bit here, plus 105 as well. Actually, plus 110 in some spots. It was actually, it's down to plus, actually, it is still plus 110 in a couple spots. So make sure you shop around. Uh, it's probably over a pass as well from a total standpoint, but it is six and a half and it is juiced. But I would look in that direction. As far as props go, you know, if you want to get involved in shots on goal, Josh Morrissey shooting the puck a lot more lately for the Jets from the blue line. That could be an interesting look. Kyle Connor, obviously, especially now with Shifley out, there's even more emphasis on him uh, pulling the weight offensively. Not that he hasn't pulled his weight all year. He's been terrific. He's been arguably the best player. Nikolai Ehlers as well. Uh, he got on the scoreboard last night for the Jets as well. So here's a couple Jets props for Montreal. It starts with Cole Caulfield. There's no question about that. Mm. 
shots, goal score, prop, whatever you want to do involving uh, double C, uh, CC, as I call him, Cole Caulfield. Uh, definitely something to uh, consider for this game because he's got the confidence. He's getting the chances. He finally scored in the game against Toronto, and he had a couple of really good chances before that. He could add probably another goal or two uh, in the game against the Leafs as well. So it'd probably be those are the targets for me. Morrissey, Ehlers, uh, Connor on the Jets side, and probably Cole Caulfield more than anything on the uh, Montreal side. Maybe Anderson too. Josh Anderson had a bunch of chances against Toronto, and it makes you think that Maybe this, you know, the, the red light's going to come on for him if he keeps asserting himself like he did Saturday night uh, against Toronto. Uh, Andrew, what do you think here? Winnipeg, Montreal. Yeah, what a game to be the lone game of the night, eh? <laughs> and then uh, I saw your tweet that you, you posted yesterday about how jam-packed it's going to be tomorrow for our BetCast. I and uh, <laughs> I look forward to uh, you know, cracking a few cold ones with you, Ian, and, and watching the games and I'm making my return to the BetCast. So look forward to that. Uh, you know, look, and look, <clears throat> The way I look at it, I think the number has gone down far enough where, you know, I've been impressed with my Habs. I was impressed with the effort against the Maple Leafs. Um, the young core is playing well. I like the way St. Louis has them rolling. Um, and, you know, the depth's been pretty good, too. You know, I like Yol Ar- Armia, the way that he's been playing. Um, nice to have Edmondson back in the blue line. I just wanted to say, I know I sound like a fan a bit when I'm saying this, but I think that Montembeau, Ian, has gotten disrespected too much. And you heard me say this kind of earlier in the year, too. Imagine if you told this guy how many starts he'd have at the yeah. start of the year and you told him this number, what he'd say to you. He'd call you nuts, right? And the fact that Jake Allen said to Eric Angles, look, this has been a season of hell for me injury-wise. Not about the season results, injury-wise. And it, it's just, you know, Montembeau, talk about ice time. I mean, experience is one thing he's gathered 100%. Uh, he's confirmed, of course, like you mentioned. And I just think he's been through so much that, it bothers me as a, even as a sports better, but also just a, as a Habs fan, seeing kind of Twitter just rip on this kid as if he was, you know, supposed to be a number one goalie in the NHL right now. Um, but anyway, with all that being said, um, I like the first period over too. Uh, I like I like the full game over as well. Um, but I do think this game has a very fast start to it. Winnipeg lately has just been a, a fast paced team, and you mentioned those shots on goal numbers. The thing that bugs me, I noticed this earlier. When you take a look at uh, at Winnipeg and their shots, and I'm sure you noticed this too, do you see how inflated they are today, Ian? My God. Yes. I mean, they are – every single person is pretty much either really juiced or they're up a, n- a number. Yep. You know, Kyle Connor, um, Pierre-Luc Dubois even. Like a lot of these guys, you talk about Josh Morrissey, it's a good sleeper pick, um, you know, on the defenseman. So that's where I'd look. I mean, um, I actually might look at Nick Suzuki to score a goal today. Yep. Uh, he's been playing very well and he's the kind of guy that I think that, uh, you know, he gets those Bergeron comparisons and he might not be the biggest goal scorer, but what he does as far as a two way game is great. And I think sometimes he can kind of slide under the radar and the more guys like Caulfield play well and and guys like that, it opens up avenues for him. So, uh, he might be a guy for me, but I'll be honest, Ian, the only wager I've played so far on this game and it's a small one, uh, officially, I do like that first period over, but is uh, Kyle Connor to score at plus 100. And, you know, I've talked about it before where people kind of have gotten after me for playing these, you know, not bargain bin, like you say, material players. But Austin Matthews is a great example, man. What is he, minus 135 to score goals now? And, you know, 50 and 50. Um, So, you know, it's all about the results, right? So I take a look at this one, and and I think that that's a good one for – good opportunity for Kyle Connor to get going after his uh, – he was out with COVID, I believe. 
Uh, yeah. It wasn't an, it was not like an injury. It was COVID. So he hasn't scored since being back. And I think this could be a good opportunity for him to do so. So um, take a look at that. That's really what I like here. And that'll be my best bet on the show. All right, there you go. And that's Kyle Connor. There you go. Score a goal uh, plus a hundred uh, right there. So best bet right there for uh, Andrew for the uh, Monday show with just the uh, one game. Uh, before we wrap up, I'm just going to run through some initial leans. Someone did ask, you know, can we break down at least initial lean? We're obviously we're going to save the whole card and every game for tomorrow. And we're going to have to go rapid fire tomorrow because it's 14 games. Can't lollygag around. We're going to try to pick up the pace tomorrow with uh, 14 games and breaking them all down. There's going to be some games that I have absolutely no opinion on tomorrow, but just initial thoughts. Um, St. Louis and Boston. I'm tempted by the Blues at a plus price. I like the way they're playing uh, against the uh, Bruins tomorrow. We'll see. I mean, this just initial, just looking at the lines, looking at the matchups, looking at the scheduling situations. Mm-hmm. These are just initial thoughts for me. Uh, Anaheim, Florida. Over is the first thing that stands out because Anaheim is just as long as they're going to stick John Gibson in net, they're going to probably give up five minimum to the Florida Panthers. Which sounds kind of crazy late. to say. Yeah, I mean it's terrible. The rut he's in. What's he lost now? Twelve. That's this twelfth straight game that he started that he's lost for the Anaheim Ducks. The game yesterday against Carolina. I mean it's just been a horrible fall from grace. Now it's not all his fault, but he's just he's he is not playing at the level we've seen Gibson before. There's issues in front of him. Uh, you know, when you take a Josh Manson and you take a Hampus Lindholm off that blue line, two of your best shutdown sturdy defensemen, you're going to feel it if you're Anaheim. And of course, those two guys both got traded away before the deadline and they're feeling that uh, right now. Uh, Buffalo, Toronto, um, you know, I keep I got scared to death to ever bet a Toronto game under right now. Yeah. Uh, so that's first thought there. Philly, Washington. Uh, I'm not laying that price with Washington uh, at, right now. So my, my first thought there is not a strong opinion on that at, at all. Uh, Philly and Washington. Uh, Carolina Rangers. I'm telling you what, Rangers are the better team at the moment. I mean, their, their, their game is, 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 is really in a good spot. I have a hard time convincing myself to bet against the Rangers as a slight home underdog there uh, against Carolina and what should be one of the prime games on uh, Tuesday night battle for uh, first place uh, in the Metro division, Ottawa, Detroit, two teams out of the playoffs. You know, the only way I would bet that thing is over. Uh, I always say that Pittsburgh Islanders. Um, I, that sure looks cheap on Pittsburgh, doesn't it? Uh, the Islanders, I know have played spunky lately, but uh, they fell flat against St. Louis in that back-to-back spot. Now they do have a pretty nice rest advantage, but Feels cheap on Pittsburgh, especially with Pittsburgh finally getting some confidence back, beating Nashville yesterday. Speaking of Nashville against San Jose, Nashville and regulation is one of the first things that stood out to me. Uh, San Jose is going to get beaten by anybody that cares, anybody that's better. Right now, look at Vancouver the other night against San Jose. San, San Jose's fade material right now, as far as I'm concerned. So uh, Nashville needs to bounce back now after losing to Florida and Pittsburgh over the weekend. So, yeah, that, that stands out to me. Edmonton, Minnesota. I keep thinking Edmonton as a dog, you know, the way they're playing, they deserve to win against Colorado. What you couldn't ask for more from Edmonton. They played a hell of a hockey game. Uh, they lost in a shootout, tough loss. I continue to like the aspects of their team game coming together. It's not easy to win in Minnesota, but keep thinking there's a little value there. LA, Chicago, not, I'm not ready to, I don't know if I'll lay a buck 45 again uh, with LA, but it's the only way I would go. Chicago is just, Chicago is just tapping out right now. It's not been great at all for them. Goaltending's an issue. Lankin and Delia are not NHL caliber goalies. Dallas lit them up offensively last night. I do night. see a five and a half there in that one, and That one kind of stuck out to me right away because it wasn't really a great performance out of them defensively yesterday, but also offensively, 
Yeah. But I don't think they're going to be able to just correct themselves defensively. And LA, yep. they're looking sharper. And as much as we we pegged them to be a good defensive team forward wise too, I, I don't know if they could hold Chicago to a three one victory type thing. You know, I think we could see like a minimum like four two LA or something like that. Yeah, I always get scared to bet LA under, especially on the road. And what do we see with Minnesota though? Six to three. Uh, yesterday in that game so yeah five and a half certainly with the way Chicago's defense and goaltending is suspect at best uh certainly the Oopers probably the only five and a half it's the only thing I could consider in terms of the total Seattle Calgary is going to be a pass I mean you're actually laying a worse price now with Calgary here than you did Saturday when they played in Seattle it's all about focus for them you know the only way they're losing that game is if they totally fall asleep and they totally mail it in and lay a clunker. So that's just a stay off to probably for me. Tampa, Dallas. I'm not laying a buck 55 with Tampa just because they beat Buffalo here. Uh, and Dallas is desperate, but do I trust Dallas to beat someone pretty good? I don't know. That's the thing. That's the problem. Jersey, Arizona would be an over for me if I get involved in that game. Vegas, Vancouver. You know what? Vancouver's not going away, but I get the sense Vegas wants to stick the final dagger in them. Uh, and now they got Pacioretty back on Saturday in that game against Arizona. They're getting healthier. They got s- just absolutely smacked down by Vancouver when they last played them in Vegas. Uh, I don't know. It just I, Vancouver's really give them credit for battling hard. They're right in it again still, but I think Vegas might polish them off tomorrow night. That's that's the way I'm leaning there. Uh, Andrew, you're just any initial games that you're thinking for Tuesday? Initial, just an initial gut leans, just initial thoughts, kind of thing. Obviously, without you know confirming anything yet. Yeah, I mean, like I said at the start of the show, like um, earlier today, I had had my uh, buy and sell segment, and my sell team was actually the Dallas Starsy, and yep. and you know, I, I guess it's kind of an easy one to look at, but also maybe not too easy because you're looking at still a team that's in a good position, uh, or I. Not really a good position, but like they haven't had a you know piss poor season, obviously. But um, I, I think that look at their schedule, it's kind of like, hey, it's just not a great April right now for them. And the next week and week and a half is not a good spot for them. And it's kind of like you mentioned. I mean, this is a team that you're comfortable to li- to look at the regulations and puck lines even against like below average teams. Put them against some top quality teams that are motivated to end their season well. And I think Alex probably made the tweet. Maybe you did, but uh, the tweet from the Ice Guys account yesterday about Tampa Bay. I saw you retweet that. That was funny about about Tampa from Alex. And it's true. I mean, Tampa Bay they took off cup like took off like two weeks, you know. But I can guarantee you, they're going to want to end the season off on a good note. And I think that tomorrow they're going to. I think they're really going to get it done against Dallas. I think Dallas is going to, you know. So that's what I'd recommend as kind of a a day before pick, really. All right, and as. Like we say with Dallas, don't fall into that trap with them or with any team that the must win equals will win. Yes. It doesn't always work that way. Look at New Jersey, goes in there and beats them three to one on Saturday afternoon. New Jersey, you know, who hasn't been able to stop anybody from scoring against them. And they held Dallas to one goal and they beat them in Dallas Saturday afternoon. So tells you all you need. <laughs> They're as flighty as it gets. <laughs> the Dallas Stars. I've said that uh, all season. Uh only won that game, I think, last night because Chicago was so horrendous. And Lankin, in particular, was awful in that game. He was just not tracking the puck from the very beginning. They said it on the broadcast. He ended up getting pulled. They still gave up four to Chicago. They were problematic in their own zone, Dallas, still, uh, even though they won that game last night. So they are just a very, very tricky team to say, hey, big game, big spot, need the win, need the two points. I can go to war with this team. They yeah. can get it done for me. They're not that kind of team, Dallas. They're just not. 
No. And, and, you know, what have we always said about them? I mean, they'll put up five goals one game, and the next game they just <laughs> they couldn't score if you, you know, gave them an open net. That's the thing about that team. And uh, reliability is a huge thing. And, you know, so, see, the, the interesting thing from our perspective is that we not only have to try and find these winners, we want to find good prices, right? And you and I aren't the kind of handicappers that give out minus 300s. And, and so we have to figure out certain situational spots. But taking a look at, t- at tomorrow's schedule, um, there are some big favorite opportunities. There are some, like, you know, I'm going to look at those, but I'm probably focused more on Carolina, New York, and, and different things like that. Like, I'm not saying you can't make money off those lopsided games, because you can. Um, but I would just, if you take a look at kind of my wagers I made in, like, let's say January, February, compared to, like, March, April, January, February were me just like finding bad teams to bet against. Now I'm doing that, but I'm more so just taking like the marquee matchups. And it might sound kind of ridiculous, but it's because I know the certain spots and situations. Whereas with the bad teams, like good luck figuring out Buffalo right now. You know, (laughs) I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Good luck figuring out Montreal right now, even, you know, Um, it's just an effort that might be an upset or they might get destroyed. It's, it's nowhere in between, you know, and, and even like looking at uh, that game for them against the, the Maple Leafs. What, what was my, what was Toronto in like four fifty? you took Montreal plus one and a half, you cash a ticket, you know, even if they didn't cash their team total, the plus one and a half cash. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's, I thought, especially with them coming off the big uh, record setting season, you know, Best goal scorer single season in Leaf history. Austin Matthews got that against Dallas on Thursday that maybe, hey, against Montreal, it's maybe a little bit of a, not a letdown, but you just, uh, a lot of euphoria, a lot of, you know, uh, excitement, celebration over that game against Dallas that, you know, would they be playing their absolute best? And Montreal gave them a hell of a game. I mean, as far as Buffalo goes, I still think down the stretch, there's going to be some value with them. And as far as when Buffalo plays Toronto is concerned, it's very simple. I look at ways to bet Buffalo or I don't bet the game. Buffalo, for some reason, Toronto is like a Stanley Cup final to the Buffalo Sabres whenever they play them. I mean, look at this year, Andrew. Three head-to-head meetings, these teams. 5-4 Toronto, 5-1 Buffalo, 5-2 Buffalo. Buffalo's actually won two of the three. And the one Toronto victory was by the skin of their teeth, 5-4 in Buffalo. (laughs) So they have had no problem, the uh, Buffalo. And they've had no problem scoring on Toronto. Four for uh, four, five, and five for the Sabers in the three head-to-head meetings this year uh, against the Leafs. So I know it lost yesterday, and I was very disappointed with the Sabers team total over. But you can guarantee I'll be on that same play tomorrow night. It's made some money recently, you know. Yep. One thing that you've always said, Ian, that I uh, respect is like, don't just jump off a trend if it loses once. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, especially right. in and baseball, I find people do that a lot in baseball. It's like, oh. This pitcher had a bad game. He sucks now. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? If a guy gets yanked after the set, like, like uh, you and I, I think you're, I mean, we're both Jays fans, I believe. I mean, yep. at Jose Barrios, like yes. Barrios, you know, he got shelled. But the home opener, what do they have to have? Like a 45 minute long ceremony? It fired me up, but I'm sure he would have loved to have just taken the mound. You know what I mean? He gets <laughs> destroyed in the first inning. I can guarantee you that I, there's probably a good chance I'll be I'll be on him in his second start. Yeah, exactly. And it's important in every sport. You got a theory in mind. Don't just jump off if the first time you bet it, it loses. Yeah. Because very easily it could come back. And then if you don't bet it, you're really angry. You're very upset yeah, yeah. At, at that point. 
I'll, I'll give you a baseball example. Since we got, you know, a few minutes here, we'll wrap up in a couple minutes, but I'll throw it a baseball. I'll actually give you one of my bets for baseball later tonight. It is one, probably the biggest fade pitcher I've got coming into the season, if not the biggest, one of the biggest. New York Mets right-hander Taiwan Walker tonight. He is one of my prime fade pitchers to begin this season. Why? Because he was not good in the second half last year. He got crushed. I think his ERA was around seven. Uh, I like the over in that game, Ian. Year. Yeah, I wouldn't argue with that. I think Phillies will do most of the hitting, though. But when I look at it here, Walker was terrible last year. He was not good in the spring. If you look at his spring training numbers, they weren't good. There's a decline in his velocity down a couple ticks in the miles per hour. That's a red flag every single time I see that with a pitcher in the spring when the velocity is declining. That tells me maybe he's not 100% health-wise. Maybe there's an injury on the horizon with the shoulder, with the arm. Who knows? But the bottom line is it's got all the elements of a pitcher that we want to bet against right from day one. Uh, and that's what we're doing tonight. A Phillies team totals in the first five full game, Phillies first five run line, Phillies uh, money line, the full game over. I mean, all of those things, I attacked all of them pretty much in that game. Oh, so um, you are on the full game over with me. Yeah, I am on oh, the full cool. game. Okay, awesome. Uh, Suarez is, I think, pr pretty good at home. I think he had like a one point something ERA at home last year for the Phillies. So that does concern me. But uh, this is more just we're, we're targeting the Phillies bats cracking Taiwan Walker tonight early and often mm. uh, in this game. Uh, and the point of this is that if Walker goes out there and pitches six, seven innings of one run ball, I honestly don't think it's going to happen, but let's say it does happen. <laughs> six, seven innings of one run ball. I'm going to bet against him in a second start. I'm mm. not jumping off the train just yet. Uh, that's kind of the mentality you have to put yourself in with uh, if something you're, you have strong conviction on, doesn't work out and it doesn't go well the first time don't jump jump off try it again at least you know a second time before you really start to re-evaluate everything so yeah. that that's the point i'm trying to make if, hey if walker pitches a gem tonight tip of the cap to him well done but i'll still probably take another shot fading him the second time then if he pitches well again then maybe we'll reevaluate things but don't just jump off the the train so to speak after one game regardless of what your betting angle is Agreed. Yep. So there you go. There's a little baseball there. See, we're 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 other we we do handicap other sports, and I know this is a hockey betting show, but yeah, I'm currently sweating out the under in the uh, Cleveland and KC game, and there's currently in the first inning the bases were loaded for both teams. So that's how my afternoon's going right now. But only two nothing, two bases loaded. So I kind of got to call that a win. Yeah, so far, it's a, but it's uh, lots, lots of game to go. But you're right. Baseball can be like hockey and then any other sport. Hold your breath when you're betting an under. Although baseball unders have been pretty strong to begin the uh, season. But uh, hockey, not so much uh, no. in terms of uh, unders. Been, regardless of the sport, feels like you've got to, uh, uh, you know, hold your breath with that. Uh, yeah, NBA. Yeah, NBA. I'm looking forward to that, too. Play in tournament uh, playoffs. Uh, certainly, there's excitement here with the uh, uh, north of the border with what the Raptors have done. Uh, this I think year. that plus 155 is 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 absolutely ridiculous on the series. I have that locked in. I have a strong bet on that. I mean, I I don't know, man. I think that uh, I think that once again, people are kind of undermining the group collective effort of the Toronto Raptors, and that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. I mean, you know, I talk about it in, in hockey, but especially in basketball, when it comes down to the playoffs, ISO ball will burn you. 
And if, if Philly tries to go ISO ball, I think the, the you know, team effort from uh, the Raptors will be too much. And if Precious is, is nailing threes, if Freddie's taking care of the ball, if they're moving the ball around, if OG plays good defense, I don't know. I think there's too many options. And I, I love Nick Nurse as a coach. You know, I, yeah. I'm truly not making this bet as a fan. I think it's a they're going to have a rough time in the East, but I, I truly think that the first matchup at plus 155 <laughs> is, is mispriced. I've heard so many crazy opinions about that series in particular, Raptors and Sixers. I've heard Phillies, or not the Phillies, the Sixers are going to sweep the Raptors, which is yeah. insane to me. And I've also heard people say the Raptors are going to sweep the Sixers, which is equally insane to me. Yeah. This is going to be a very long, very competitive, very close series. I think it's going six or seven games and flip a coin who wins it. You do have to factor it, factor it in, though. Embiid and Harden, if they're both playing up to their potential, that's going to be tough for the Raptors to overcome that four out of seven times of course, to, to be able to win that. But at the same time, we haven't seen Harden playing at the level Embiid's been playing. And yes. That has been the issue. There's Tempo no will point. be a huge thing. Tempo yeah. will be a very huge thing. If they can maintain, I don't want the Philly Phillies. I almost said the same thing as you, Philadelphia <laughs> 76ers. I don't want them to, to get in the running gun type style against the Raptors. I want the Raptors to control and play a low scoring you know, type of game, lockdown defense, utilize the shot clock, look for the best possible shot, make the extra pass. Because I think the the 76ers want to get out. They want to get out and run, you know? Yeah, and the Raptors will run too, but they do add off turnovers where they're very yes. good at it. Yeah. Uh, they can execute. <laughs> they, they can execute now. I think you got to wrap the show to. up, Ian. You got some more stuff to do probably. I know. Yeah, we're going to wrap up in a couple minutes. You're choking <laughs> up. We just ended up... Uh, Talking about uh, some other sports, which is good. We don't get oh, that sure. chance to do that uh, very often. But, yeah, uh, looking forward to the NBA playoffs. Of course, MLB now underway. NHL, those Stanley Cup playoffs. That's that's the most exciting thing to me still. It's number one. It, not, nothing better than the Stanley Cup playoffs. And, by the way, I want to reiterate before we wrap up with best bets and finish the show, this bet cast tomorrow night, 14 games. I mean, this is by far the most games we've seen uh, for a bet cast this season. So make sure you join us Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Andrew's going to be with us. Alex will be with us. Hopefully have a lot of guests. If you're interested in joining us for the bet cast, just uh, DM any one of us and we'll send you the StreamYard link prior uh, to the bet cast tomorrow night. We'll at least be on probably till 11 p.m. Uh, Eastern. And we'll determine at that point how we're feeling, how it's going, if we stay on for the late games. But we'll be on for four hours. For sure. We're guaranteed four hours on the uh, Tuesday night betcast, 7 p.m. Eastern till 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll get through all the early games and even the ones that start at 8 and 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll take you through those ones as well till their conclusion. And then after that, we might sign off. But we'll see. Play it yeah. by ear how the night goes uh, tomorrow. But looking forward to another betcast. And, of course, we got our daily show at 2 p.m. Eastern to break down the entire 14-game card. So, uh, looking forward to that as well. Uh, a reminder before we wrap it up to DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL and partners here with the Ice Guys, the Hockey Podcast Network. And a reminder that new customers, you can bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. You still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team. Get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
must be 21 years of age or older, must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings app. Sign up for an account and use the promo code THPN. All right. Best bets. Andrew, we already know what it is, but reiterate it. What did you like for your best bet tonight, the one game? Yeah, since coming back, uh, we haven't seen Kyle Connor find the back of the net. Of course, uh, the Canadians, they've been playing some tough games lately. Montembeau's had a lot of starts uh, late, a lot of action this year. And uh, defense, you know, they give up some goals for Montreal. And um, off that game against the Maple Leafs, I don't really expect as much of a great effort, even though they are at home. So I'm not saying they can't win, but I think they're going to allow some goals. And I'm going to the best goal scorer on the Jets, plus 100, Kyle Connor to score tonight. There it is. Kyle Connor plus 100. Winnipeg Jets to score tonight against Montreal for Andrew with his best bet. Uh, Wade's venture, I appreciate it. Uh, I am sounding better. I'm getting there, but there's still, it's just every now and then when you're talking, it's like someone's grabbing the cords of your throat and just that's when the, <coughs> the cough yeah, happens. I hear you. We're getting over. It's going to be, I'm hoping by the end of the week, we're fully cough free. We're getting there. I'm, I'm doing everything. I've got this Buckley's mixture. I've got this Fisherman's Friend lozenges thing going. You know, we're doing everything Those we the can. Best. The, Benel, the Benelin cough drops. Those yeah. are the best. Benelin yeah, cough there we drops. go. If, if we're still struggling to rid this thing once and for all, maybe we'll stop by Shoppers Drug Mart and get some Bene, Benelin <laughs> as well now. Just give that a shot uh, to get rid of this once and for all. But uh, best bet for me, I'm going to take the dollar ten with Montreal uh, money line here. Montreal plus 110 uh, against Winnipeg. Uh, I like the effort here back home. Uh, rested as well after the loss to Toronto. Uh, the Jets, I know they need to win, but must win doesn't equal will win. We say that a bunch. I think it's a good spot. And down Mark Shifley as well tonight won't be in the lineup for the Jets. I think it's a, a game that the Canadians, who are giving you good effort every night, are, are capable of winning. And like Andrew said, I was impressed with Sam Samuel Montembeau coming in relief of uh, Jake Allen Saturday night. I thought he played pretty well, kept Montreal afloat uh, in that game. I like Montreal here. I'll take the shot with them. Plus 110 as home dogs uh, against the uh, Winnipeg Jets for my best bet for this Monday NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Pretty cool show with just mm. the one game. We got to talk a little baseball and basketball at the end. Uh, but we're back to full business uh, and workmanlike approach tomorrow with 14 games on the Tuesday card, 2 p.m. Eastern, and then our BetCast tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, make sure you join us for that. Just send me a DM if you want uh, to reserve your spot on the BetCast uh, tomorrow night. Looking forward to that. Uh, great stuff. The Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Andrew McGinnis, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Monday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Tuesday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.